we hear from the pen of St. James, see what you have stored up for yourselves against the last days. We often get mixed up, and the evil one capitalizes on the effects of original sin, both in the world as well as in ourselves, to mix us up, to deceive us, and to have us think and act wrongly. In his letter, St. James is trying to point this out to us and to have us rethink what the world holds dear and considers important. He warns the rich that they will weep and wail over their impending miseries. That which is considered as important by the world, wealth, fine wardrobe, gold, silver, are things, not the things, not that things or wealth are bad or evil in themselves, they're not. What needs to go hand in hand with these things of the world are our attitude toward them and answers to the questions how we use them in charity before the sake of others or how we don't use them for the sake of others rather hoarding them unto ourselves. We have both individually and collectively the gifts that God has given us. He gives us these gifts that we use them and share them in the service of the gospel. Remember, these things of the world are not mine. They are God's, God who is master and Lord of all creation, God who is the rightful owner of everything in the world. We are but the stewards, his stewards of all creation. To the extent that we store up and hoard all sorts of things or use them in a selfish manner, we are, as St. James says in so many words, storing up air and nothing against the last days. It is said that when we die, but two questions will be asked of us by the judge of the living and the dead. One, have you loved? And the second, who are the witnesses of your love? Rather simple, yet compelling and sobering questions, which are far-reaching and carry eternal consequences. Mercifully, we have now the opportunity to answer them, not just when we reach the gates of heaven, but we can. No, we must struggle to answer these questions now, on this side of the grave, as to be prepared for the other side of the grave. Sacred scripture reminds us that God's thoughts are not our thoughts, nor are his ways our ways. Now, while what I've been saying deals with things, silver and gold, fine wardrobe, wealth and the like, things that we can see and touch and hoard, I'm likewise speaking of intangible gifts and spiritual wealth love, compassion, understanding, 
a spirit of service, forgiveness, kindness, tender loving mercy, care and concern one for the other. Rather than looking to hoard or to guard this type of spiritual wealth received from God, they must be shared and used in charity for the sake of others, not counting the cost to us. We are invited to love others as God loves us. And in so doing, our way of acting will be different from the world's way. The love of Christ will indeed come before all else. The principle which moves us must be the loving or must be loving the Lord God with our whole heart, our whole soul, our whole strength, and our neighbor as ourselves for the love of God. The message which our Holy Father has been so eloquently and boldly proclaiming in Washington, New York, and in Philadelphia. Then it makes sense to keep the commandments, to practice the corporal works of mercy, to renounce ourselves in order to follow Christ, to allow the love of Christ to come before else, not to act in anger or to nurse a grudge, to rid the heart of all deceit, never to, re never to turn away from someone when they need our love, to love the enemy and not repay one bad turn with another, not to be proud, but to be humble in the eyes of our God. As we allow ourselves then to be remade more and more into the image and likeness of Christ, it won't be as scary as to live in fear and judgment to expect the Lord's return and to have a healthy fear of hell. We will rather yearn for everlasting life with holy desire. We will be more mindful and aware that God's gaze is ever upon us, wherever we may be, whatever we might be doing. Is any of this easy? No, it's not. Is any of this possible? Yes, it is, with the help and the grace of God. St. James offers us this day a type of wake-up call or a vivid reminder of how we are to live. This is a passing world with gifts and things, visible and invisible, material and spiritual. We must always act in the service of others, for the sake of the other, and always for the love of God. Through our celebration of the Holy Eucharist this day, may we heed the words of St. James as we attempt to put into practice a new and transformed way of thinking and acting for the love of God and in the love of God.